First off, fuck your bitch in the click you claim. Westside, when we ride, come equipped with game. You claim to be a player, but I fucked your wife. We bust on bad boys, niggas fuck for life. Plus, Buffy trying to see me weak, hearts are rich. Biggie Smalls and Junior Mafia, some more ass bitches. We keep on coming while we running for your dudes. Steady gunning, keep on busting at the fools. You know the rules. Little Caesar, go ask your homie how I leave you. Cut your young ass up, see you in peace. Now be deceased. Little Kim, don't fuck around with real G's. Quick to snatch your ugly ass off the streets. So fuck peace. I let them niggas know it's all for life. Don't let the west side ride the night. <laughs> Bad boy murdered on wax and kill. Fuck with me and get your caps peeled. You know. So I put my hands What is up, guys? Welcome to the Not A Real Libertarian podcast. We did have a really great show planned for you tonight. We were going to have Bootleg here, but unfortunately, his flight has been delayed. So I'm going to be doing the entire show by myself, just giving you a story of my life and all my problems and uh, psychological issues and stuff. So without further ado, let's get this thing started. person the bootleg libertarian in oklahoma and the oklahoma of course in oklahoma did you guys fall for it no no absolutely <laughs> not uh well this is the episode people paid for uh for some reason they wanted like wait you guys are getting paid no they paid to get me out here oh this got awkward we had well, we had a gofundme remember we this was a big deal we had to get bootlegged to Oklahoma, That's got right. his plane ticket and everything. Nick's slow. Just a little bit. That's why we pay him in crayons. <laughs> I'm not a Marine. I don't eat them. Hey, that's no, okay. No, you play with them. I make good good drawings. Stay within the lines at least, right? No. That's debatable. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, this is going to be a real messed up show, but we have an incredible guest for you today. A president, the first time we've ever had a real public official on, right? No, we've had some councilmen. No. Never a president. Nothing even close to this. This is the first libertarian podcast with a president of a foreign nation or u.s this is a big freaking deal it's a huge deal i feel like we should be breaking a champagne bottle open or something like that hey <laughs> that's my cat's butt uh behind the oklahoma right there oh i thought you were talking about, I you were talking about him. <laughs> same, same thing. <laughs> i hate it here <laughs> he's but, uh he's not here on his own will i'll tell yeah. you that yeah we forced him to be in the show but we've got bourbon. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. But before we do, we have to get through the ad reads as always. So first things first, Mr. Thomas Daniel Queter running for state senate. You can find him at tomfor52.com. There's no quit in Queter. 
You can find awesome stuff on his shop, donate to his campaign, and volunteer. Help him win. Find us on Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Twitter, Anchor, and Spotify. If we get nuked off Facebook, you need to go to YouTube, subscribe there, hit the notification bell. Also, remember to comment and share this video. It helps us with the algorithm and gets the content to you. The casting couch looks full. Yes, it is very full. It's three grown men sitting on a couch, one of which is not even wearing pants. Uh, you weren't supposed to tell people that. Wow, even Mrs. Darnell, Mrs. Bootleg Libertarian, fell for the trick. At least we got somebody, so ha. Huh. She did text me and say, why are you not on the show tonight? <laughs> we got her. All right. Uh, Mr. Oklahoma, can you do this one for us? Oh, you're going to leave me with this one? <laughs> I'm going to leave you with the absolute best ad read we have. Okay. Um, this is the third installment of the Royal Toilet Paper, I mean Royal Green by Jack Casey. And by contract agreement, uh, until he sends me a friend request, it is going to be Buck Jack Casey from here on out. And I take my crowns and I color in your book. Oh, yeah. That's I right. I make my own pictures. And the Alaskan Raven, for all your meme needs, follow them at Slick Crow. That is the Alaskan Raven. And I'm going to take this one because fucking good legs. <laughs> Follow the Libertarian Party Veteran Caucus, leading libertarians to veteran issues, leading veterans to libertarian solutions. We've got a lot of new stuff coming out of the works. So follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Why don't you take the other one off? There you go. Uh, we got the Greasy Porcupines for road services, tunos, maintenance, service and repairs. Go to greasyporcupines.org to find out more. Or how you can get involved in your area with the Greasy Porcupines. It's a voluntary solution. It's a voluntary solution for automotive repair. All right. You don't have a good timer on the video. It goes off so fast. I'm I'm a slow reader. Well, yeah. But it's not my video. There isn't a video slow enough for you to read it all, man. We can't do that. The show's only an hour. We ain't got 45 minutes for you to read one hour. Seriously, bro. I can't believe you weren't a Marine with all this shit coming out of your mouth. But... Oh. Oh. I was wondering where that was. Uh, no, you got Redacted Caucus. Oh. Go to redactedcaucus.org. Uh, it's the most redacted of all the caucuses. Uh, get your merch over there. Become a member. Find out more. The contact information on the website. Go to redactedcaucus.org. And go to letnataliebruno.com. And if you are in Oklahoma, like the three of us are, we have a very busy weekend for the Natalie Bruno campaign. We've got Axe Throwing on Friday night with Spike Cohen and Larry Sharp. We've got a rally against the death penalty at the state capitol Saturday at 1 p.m. That's here in Oklahoma City on Lincoln and 23rd Street. And Saturday night, we have a banquet fundraiser, which all of us will be at. Yeah. Hell yeah. Dressing nice as shit. You Bootleg guarantees we'll have his Mickey Mouse tie. And Larry Sharp's going to be there as well. And I said Larry Sharp. Did you? Yeah. No. Larry Sharp's going to be at all of it. Spike Cohen and Tasha Cohen's going to be at all of it. It's going to be insane. Do not real podcast, too. And they can do that one. Be sure to check out the notarealpodcast.com. Donate to us. We uh, like to go on trips. We need beer and ammo. Well, there's merch, too. Uh, and and you I can guess find out, merch. You can find out more about how the show started and those things. I'm only going to – I'm going to low sell it because I'm not on the actual website yet. So, Well, whose fault is that? Yours? Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So enough horsing around here. Should we bring on our presidential guest? It, our guest tonight is a very I was I'm super excited about this uh interview. Um he's probably less so now that he's seen how we are. But 
I have been. Be- <laughs> we see you. But I am very excited about this interview. Um, it is the first time in pretty much our podcasting history we have on the president of a foreign nation, the president of the Republic of Malaysia. Sir, how are you doing tonight? I'm very well. Thank you. How are you? Good, Mr. President. So, the Republic of Malaysia, tell us, is that, are we saying that correctly? Yeah, actually you are. So, props for you guys for that. Absolutely. <laughs> well done. Uh, it's often mispronounced. And uh, in fact, we have a local parade, the Nevada Day Parade here uh, in Nevada, which is the state outside of Malaysia. And uh, they have announcers every 100 yards or so. And they, they are very creative in how they pronounce the name of our nation. Okay, so <laughs> how are the relations between Malaysia and Nevada? Do you guys have any uh, problems? Wait, 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 hold on. Slow down. Slow down. Let's back up. And we all have to practice something now. Because you pronounce Malaysia right, but you just butchered Nevada. 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 Oh, my, my <laughs> I try to get real fancy. Out of the state if you <laughs> pronounce it Nevada. 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 Got that? Got Nevada, you got that? All right, remember that because if you ever come here. Now, Las Vegas doesn't count because they don't know they're in Nevada. But everybody else, we, we care. Anyway, so. You're, you're <laughs> not in Nevada. Not, Nevada. Well, we're not. We're within. We're, the, you know, just semantics, but we're within Nevada. So we're inside the state of Nevada. That's where Malasia is. And uh, our relations are actually great. Uh, we see the governor all the time. Um, actually, most of the governors. So the previous one, the current one, probably the future ones too. Uh, and so we have pretty positive relations with uh, uh, with the state of Nevada uh, around us. Um, the next question is always, what kind of relationship do you have with the United States? Having our own country, and we're getting the cart before the horse here, having our own country within their country, uh, they certainly know we exist, but uh, they've got bigger fish to fry, bigger problems to deal with than our little tiny nation, which is not a real threat anyway. So... Uh, anyhow, um, should we start over with what Malasia is? Yeah, please. Tell us what it is. Tell us about it. What's the system? All right. Fantastic. Uh, the Republic of Malasia is what's called a micronation, which is a tiny self-declared country, in this case located, uh, as I mentioned before, fully inside the United States, inside the state of Nevada. Um, our nation was originally founded on 26 May of 1977. Uh, back then it was called the Grand Republic of Boldstein. And I was the prime minister. My friend James was the king. Uh, but he moved on to, yes, we were a republic with a king. Uh, he moved on to other things. Uh, but I stayed with the idea of having my own country. And when I obtained property here within Nevada in 1998, this became the new home to our nation. Uh, renamed it to the Republic of Malasia and uh, ran the flag up the pole and going strong ever since. That's amazing. So I... I, I did a lot of research on your nation. You got the, that amazing website. It's got a lot of the history, a lot of what uh, what y'all do out there. Um, so my favorite uh, piece of y'all's history is the uh, the Dead Dog War. Can you go into that for a little bit? I love that. <laughs> that's, your, that's your favorite is the Dead Dog War? Yes, sir. Really <laughs> <laughs> cute. And that was a very long time ago. I think 99, something like that. Uh, anyway, uh, basically uh, when... Uh, we established ourselves in this area of Nevada um, and uh, declared this to be our, our sovereign nation here. Um, the uh, neighbors hadn't quite moved in yet. The American neighbors to the north of us hadn't quite moved in yet. They knew they were going to move in. And so in advance of that, when their dog died, they came over and buried the dog in what they thought was going to be uh, their property. 
but uh, of course that was over our not of course but it ended up being over our uh, territorial line there over our frontier with the united states and so they buried the dog in Molossian territory well we thought the best approach was just uh, sort of a little more subtle to uh, arrange this to fix this situation and it's kind of a cold war if you will i'm not sure uh, somewhere between cold and hot and so we sent uh, our oldest son over he was, I think, 13 at the time, and he talked about as much as fast as I do. And uh, and he went over there pretty much every day back to the United States, to their house, and asked them to move the dog. Every day, move the dog yet? Move the dog yet? And so finally, they did move the dog after it had been in the ground for a month in July. Not my problem. Their problem. Americans kind of do what they want. So uh, we, we settled that. We won the war. That became the dead dog war. And, of course, the way it works with all nations you take something small, you make something big. Uh, and so, and so that be yeah, that that was how the dead dog dog war uh, happened. And uh, we consider ourselves the winners of the first war that Malasi ever had. We said, well, technically the second, since the Eastern World War has been going on now for thirty something years. But that's a different topic completely. So <laughs> that's the dead dog. What war. does the military of the Republic of Malasia consist of? What does that look like? We do not have an air force. We do not have an army. We do have a navy. We have a Malasian navy. Because of all our water we hear we have here in the desert, that's a joke. Any water, <laughs> but we do have a navy. Our navy consists entirely of inflatable kayaks. We primarily deploy our navy to nearby uh, Lake Tahoe, uh, which is about 30 miles away up in the mountains. Uh, it's a nice, pretty lake up there. It's nice and clear, and uh, so we usually do explorations once or twice a year uh, with our navy up there. But of course, it's also the armed branch of our uh, of our government. And so if we need to uh, repel any invaders or so forth like that, uh, our Navy could definitely step up. And uh, it did in the case of the Mustachistan War, um, which is yet another topic. I don't know how much time we have. Well, we need to hear about <laughs> it. Yeah, you can't just bring up wars and not tell us all about them. <laughs> well, I hope you're longer than an hour then, because it's going to be a bit. Anyway, <laughs> well, the Mustachistan War was actually an engineered war. We created that war to, deter, to, to discover what it would be like if a micronation could have a war with another micronation. Because most micronations, unlike Molossia, don't exist really in the real world. They exist online. And there are, by the way, hundreds of micronations, two or 300. In fact, since we started talking, there's been probably a couple founded and a couple went under uh, since, <laughs> since this interview started. <laughs> so anyway, they do tend to come over rather rapidly, and they are usually staffed by uh, younger male humans who are really big on declaring war. I don't know what it is about teenagers in war, but they think it's just like the coolest thing ever. And so they declare war on each other on a regular basis. Of course, it's not a real war. It's, I don't know, spamming somebody's email inbox or, or, or I don't know, spamming their Facebook, whatever the right lingo is, so forgive me for that. But at any rate, it's not war. War is actually like, you know, shooting people and blowing stuff up. But they don't really get that and understand it. Uh, so when micronations have a war, it's not really war. But I asked myself, what would it look like if a micronation really could have a war? Uh, say there was a micronation co-located to Malasia that could do that. And so uh, I helped create a nation called Mustachistan, uh, which basically claimed, claimed all of Nevada, including Malasia. And then we went through the entire process, battles and eventually a peace treaty. Uh, medals, of course, given. There's a monument. All the things that wars necessarily have. And uh, uh, it was, uh, for lack of a better phrase, a fun war. We had a good time with that. That was also a long time ago, 2006. So, uh, wow, time, time flies. We have fun. 
you uh you give uh foreign aid to the United States every year, correct? Yes, we do. Yes. That's the question we often get. Do we pay taxes to the US? Um yes we do, but we call it foreign aid. Uh we give them an equivalent amount of foreign aid every year. Uh and of course you've seen their roads. They need all the help they can get. So Seriously. we are there for them to support our American neighbors and help them out. We thought about giving them potatoes or something, you know, but <laughs> money works better for Americans. They like it a lot more. Not not so. for much longer, unfortunately. Yeah. But you're right. Yeah. Yeah, well, the we'll that is twenty what twenty seven trillion dollars in debt can definitely use some foreign aid. So we appreciate it. Yes, that. absolutely. Yeah, we're we're to you know, we're we're trying to help. We appreciate that. So, so is this like a like a this is what Chaz wanted to be but failed to be? So Chaz is an autonomous zone. This is a declared nation. Gotcha. Okay. I I didn't even know that could actually exist inside the United States without attracting like negative attention to you. So to see this actually that could well, let's go back. Go That's ahead. valid. So let, let's go back to that money thing uh, because again, Americans are all about money. And so if we stopped paying our taxes, that's when we would get the attention and someone would shut down our, our country. But until then, money talks. So we pay our foreign aid to the United States and they leave us alone. It's really, it's really ultimately that. I mean, obviously other things, if we were to, I don't know, sell drugs or something like that out of Malasia, that would definitely, well, that would eventually get us shut down. We have kind of a weird neighborhood here, but let's not go there. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's really what it boils down to. Uh, it really comes down to that. You, you get on the government's radar screen when the U.S. government's radar screen when you stop giving them the money that they feel that they are owed. And I mean, it's a reality. It really is. It's not that different than how America functions, though. We pay foreign aid to other countries, and they continue to use the dollar, hopefully for a little bit longer. So it's not any different than the way that the U.S. functions, anyway. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Money, very, very important thing. So. Again, if we stop paying our giving our foreign aid to the United States, they'd come rolling up the driveway and uh, they probably I don't know if they'd even shut us down. They just ask for their money. Then they go away and we probably kick back back up again and do what we're doing. But uh, we're a small country, really don't want to irritate the US because they're a very large and often grouchy country. And so very uh, aggressive. Yeah. A little jumpy, can. we'll say. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got one last question for you, Mr. President. Um of course. what so I've seen a picture of uh, Jack Black, the actor, who was standing on the oh, U.S. Yeah. side of the border and you on your side of the border shaking hands. What was that like? Oh, it was fantastic. Jack Black was so fun. You know, what, what a neat guy. And uh, the, him and his entourage, I hate to say that because they're also like you know movie producers, not literally an entourage. But his group came by uh, because they were doing research on a, a movie that they were going to make uh, called Micronations, obviously based on Micronations, actually based on Malasia. Uh, they had read about us in a book we were in back in 2005 called The Lonely Planet Guide to Micronations. And I guess they bashed this idea back and forth for about 10 years. So they flew on out here, came to see us, asked us a million questions. Uh, I mean, it was July heat, but they wanted to know everything there was to know about the Republic of Malasia. Uh, now, of course, that's been six years ago now. So I, I don't know. Uh, Jack said that uh, making a movement, making a movie is like an alignment of the planets. You know, I was like, well, there's a lot of crappy movies, so the plants must align. <laughs> I, I, I don't know, but it seems like it might be easier than you think. But whatever, apparently their planets aren't aligning just yet, and so there's been no micro movies. So we, we keep hoping it'd be kind of cool. I asked for a walk-on, you know, go 
way by the camera and walk by. But, we can't uh, get a real movie, but you can settle for a shitty podcast. So you're you're welcome. <laughs> this happens so an Mr. awful lot. <laughs> so, okay, so Mr. President, it was a lot of fun. It, it was neat. Okay, so when you started Malasia, was this based on you know philosophical reasons, political reasons, or was this more of a, a whim? What what made you really want to get this going? Uh, somewhere in between. Malasia is basically the nth extension of the idea of when a kid declares his bedroom to be an independent country so he doesn't have to pick his socks up off the floor. I mean, it's really essentially that. Uh, a little less rebellious, uh, but that's, you know, pragmatism as time gone, as time has gone on. But it's really just taking the idea of, uh, I want to have my own country, now what can I do with that? And uh, it, there's a surprising number of things you can do uh, with your own country. Well, I mean, with obviously certain limits because we are very small and we have, uh, you know, limited uh, resources and so forth like that. We don't have independent economy as much as we would like to uh but i mean it's really just that idea uh, what can i do with having my own country and we've had a lot of fun with it i mean ultimately we seriously consider ourselves to be an independent country and we understand like i said we're a certain event especially economically dependent uh, on the u.s but uh we do consider ourselves to be independent but we also like to laugh have a good time like to use our imagination see what weird things we can we can come up with to answer the question, our population is currently 35. Uh, we uh, um, just added a new citizen about a month and a half ago. Um, all of Malassian citizens are um, our family members as a family nation. And so you have to be a member of the family or I guess marry into the family. That's one option in order to become a uh, become a citizen of Malassia. So what's the, the, the procedure? Like you said, it had to be family to enter the country, to become part of the country. How lengthy is that process? Like, do they have to go through like a waiting period, or is it as soon as you know that they're family, they're considered a citizen of Malaysia? Well, in the case of most of our grandchildren, it took about nine months. I mean, I'm not <laughs> <laughs> lasted about that long. I, I don't know. I didn't really count it down. Uh, my wife did, though. First lady, she's really into the grandkids. Anyway, I digress. Uh, but I mean, yes. I mean, or I mean, uh, if someone uh, marries, we have we've got a couple of uh, marriages for our older sons uh, and and daughters and so forth. And maybe and of course the husbands uh, then became Malaysian citizens. I guess I could have not allowed that to happen, but it's sort of a natural thing. So uh, yeah, that's 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 as simple as that. Now, if you're not a family member um, and you're not about to marry into the family, then you're not going to become a citizen because it is really a a, a family nation. That was my next question. Yeah, so Mr. President, we uh, we know you're busy, um, and we do appreciate your time tonight. We do have one last question. It comes from someone in the audience. Um, I'm going to twist it a little bit. Um, there is a convention that our party uh, supports that will be – well, actually, it's our party that hosts it. Yep. Um, it'll be in May of next year. It's actually in Reno. Oh, um, really? People are wanting to know, because I've been, I've been talking about – yeah, your country, I mean, for, what, two months now, I won't shut the hell up. Mm -hmm. um, and people are <laughs> wanting to know. Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what is the immigration policy, and would people be able to come visit your nation in May? Yes. Um, we, have, uh, for, we have one tour a month uh, of Malasia, April through October. Um, and we... Uh, in May, will I'm not I'm not sure the exact. We don't have next year's dates mapped out of uh, when we're going to be having tours. But yes, uh, when is the convention? It's May 22nd. 
So uh, how far are you from Reno? Um, we're about 35 miles from Reno, really not far at all. Oh, can um, we please plan this visit? Can, do we have to get a visa? Sure, how does that work? Absolutely. Well, um, I would say wait a little bit and then remind me as we get, especially after after the new year, um, when we start mapping out the dates and so forth like that. Um, are we thinking? Are we thinking the entire, uh, you know, entire group that? I bet we could get 10 to 20 people at least. And here's the That'd thing: libertarians sure. believe in localism. We believe in the right of people to declare their own independence. So uh, we, I feel like everybody will be fully supportive of what you're doing and really want to be a part of it. I don't know that well, we get everyone. Out our there. local, our local, uh, our local Northern Nevada libertarians have actually already been here. Awesome. Actually, a couple of times. I, for sure, I know one group came, and I think some other ones came at a different time. Uh, but anyway, but yeah, that'd be great. And what day? The 22nd? Is that a Saturday? It starts the 22nd. Uh, it's actually a Monday through a Friday. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so it's it's a full week long, but if we can even plan like just one, you know, session and, and bring as many people as we could get. If you're interested yeah. in that, I think that would be awesome. This the, this will be the national convention, so there'll be a lot of people there. A lot so of the 22nd is on a Sunday. Yeah, no, no, that's absolutely fine. Uh, yeah, let, uh, I, I, I can I can almost guarantee you that one of those Saturdays on either side is going to be our normal May tour date. So we can, de we can definitely do that. Um, once uh, uh, we sit down and – uh, we, me, me, and the first lady sit down and figure out what days we're going to do tours and everything like that. Uh, just keep an eye on the website and remind me you guys would like to come down, uh, and then uh, we can we can definitely uh, have you come by. And uh, if you, that's kind of weird, but I mean, I guess we could do it. But I mean, if you if you need a like speaker, I'd be happy to come down and talk at the convention. I mean, if you got everything locked in. I myself am not necessarily a libertarian. That's an American thing. We don't have political parties here in the end. It's not yeah. just an American thing. It's global, but okay. Okay, well, it's it's an everybody but us thing. Whoever, <laughs> 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 I don't know, anyway, but I mean. So, you know. Mr. President, what happens if we come to Malatya and I convert I one of your children to become a libertarian? Are you going to accept libertarianism in Malatya or are they going to be expelled? We, well, we don't have political parties in Malatya's dictatorship. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> we also don't have a republic. Same reason, but that's also because nobody else really wants this job, so there's no reason to have them. Uh, so, <laughs> so, but uh, we actually already have. Uh, I think uh, my number two son, second oldest son, I believe, is a libertarian. So um, he lives in Texas. Uh, so and we already have some uh, some Malaysian libertarians uh, out there. I'm talking about. <laughs> so, but yeah, I think probably Saturday after your convention would be the day. It's always going to be a Saturday uh, because that's that's our schedule uh, anyway. And I think that's probably going to end up being the uh, the tour day. So 100%, we could do this. Well, Mr. President, we appreciate your time tonight, and uh, you know, uh, we we hope for big things from Malaysia. We always do too. That's awesome how that works. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for being here, Mr. President. We appreciate you and everything you're doing, and we'll stay in touch. All right. Well, thank you very much. Hopefully, we'll see you in May. All right. <laughs> that is freaking incredible. That, that, was, yeah, that was everything I hope. I think that's my favorite guest we've ever had on this show. Full offense to every other guest we've ever had on this show, including Natalie Bruno. Yeah, including oh. Natalie Bruno. I love her, but minute, that's incredible. On show. Sorry, well, dude. Yeah. Well, I mean, you that's were like fair. bottom two. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have a chance anyway, bro. What are you doing? I got a, I got a podcast out of it. That that touche. Uh, well, not a very good one. Uh, not not on a very good network either. So I mean, it's just it's bad. barely a podcast. That's a sword. Yeah, we all <laughs> suck. 
Um, so actually, this is the entire network right here, pretty much of hosts. Yeah, except Braxton, and uh, that's it. We're yeah. just missing Braxton. If only he would have come up for this weekend, like we asked him a million freaking times. The other Oklahoma, Oklahoman. That's right, Oklahoma. As Jason was trying to figure out what Oklahoma meant. Yeah, because uh, my shirt said Oklahoma, and then like directly after, because Natalie was on like comedy and said something about Oklahoma, he had to make a status. What is an Oklahoma? It is a is it a homie from Oklahoma? Yeah, that's what it is. Well, we've still got one more guest we want to cover through. Uh, we are cramming him in tonight because uh, his election is coming up November second, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. But he's running in Nev- uh, I almost said Nevada, New Mexico. Close. He's Nevada. Don't you listen? I don't. Um, he's running in New Mexico for an office that I will absolutely butcher if I try to say what it is. But we'll let him uh, describe it himself, Mr. Andrew Kennedy. Appreciate y'all having me on. Um, it's kind of a tall order following a head of state, but, you know, I'll do my best here. <laughs> hey, it gives you some goals, man. You start at this election and then eventually you can be president of your own country. <laughs> right, which that's the first time I've followed a head of state on a uh, on any show. But yeah, so the office that I'm running for is the Central Valley Soil and Water, Water Conservation District Supervisor Number 3 office. That's why I didn't yeah, try to pronounce it. <laughs> yeah, so basically what, what the Soil and Water Conservation Boards deal with is the preservation of the waterways, um, soil, uh you know, just general soil and land maintenance on publicly owned lands. Um, out here we have in our district uh, two different entities that, that that falls under. That's Bureau of Land Management and New Mexico State Lands. And so there, there's a few different things that, that the Soil and Water Conservation Board's coming to play with. Uh, the board supervisors, you know, they, they are making the decisions on which contractors to use for projects, which projects need attention first, et cetera, like that. Okay, so is that something that you actually have a background in, that you're passionate about, or are you just trying to pick something achievable for a libertarian to win right now? So it, it's actually both. Um, in the state of New Mexico, for these type of offices, we, we tend to have about a 65 to 70% win rate when libertarians run in these offices, um, which I have a very, very history background in this. Uh, my background comes both from agriculture and oil field work. Um, all together, if you put it all together, I've got over 10 years working experience in them, which if you add that up, that, that goes in my high school years. Um, so, you know, I'm knowledgeable in the fields that these boards deal with and, you know, my livelihood depends on what these boards deal with as well does pretty much our entire community out here because we basically, you know, our economy is driven by number one, the oil field, number two, our ag industries. So it's very important to have people who are knowledgeable both about the industries and relevant topics in the industry. So what's the ballot access like out there in New Mexico? Um, well, it depends on if, if you're going from, you know, local elections. It's it's not bad like this because this is even this isn't even a countywide election. This is basically just half of a county. Is it partisan? Uh, no, th- this is actually a nonpartisan race. and. The nonpartisan races out here are not run like some states say Texas do, because you know, like in Texas, they'll have a nonpartisan race, quote unquote, 
but next to it they'll put you know so and so leans Republican or leans Democrat mm-hmm. or leans whatever. But we don't have that. It's just your name on the ballot, which I've actually already gone and voted for myself. I did that a couple of days ago, and I can attest that they they do not have any sort of party leaning um, toward towards towards your name on the ballot. But I mean, in my materials, I have uh, in my campaign materials, I have you know outright stated that I am a libertarian because our slogan is conservation through liberty. Um, my door hangers that we've been putting out you know, has my Spike Cohen endorsement at the bottom of it and all that kind of good stuff. So, I mean, if people are paying attention to my materials, they'll, they'll, it's not hard for them to figure out that I'm a libertarian. So what can people do to help you out? I know it's getting down to basically crunch time. It's uh, already, well, hell, it's the end of October. Is there anything people can do right now to help you out uh, before, you know, election day? Uh, if anybody's interested in possibly donating to the campaign, uh, I can get the, uh, campaign website information to y'all and you know just throw a few bucks our way well right now the main thing that would that would do the most for us is probably social media ads because those tend to only be effective within about the last week or so of the election and that that's where we'd be throwing our money right now because i mean we've got tons of flyers still i have an additional 500 door hangers being printed out the print shop right now um so you know if, if people kick campaign contributions our way, we'd use it for social media marketing, which, like I said, you know, early on in the campaigns, those aren't really effective. But right now, that that's where they come into play the most. And, Andrew, how many opponents do you have in the race right now? So right now, there's only one opponent and nobody. So in New Mexico, you actually have to file as a write-in candidate. When you go vote, you can't just write somebody in on the ballot that day. They have to file. Um, and it's usually about a week to two weeks, depending on the election after the actual filing date is for that uh, writing candidate to file. So right now I've just got one other guy who is the incumbent and he has been, he's been in quite a while. And like I said, I, I think it would be good for somebody more knowledgeable on current topics to, to be in that office rather than him. So conservation through Liberty how does a libertarian attack soil and water conservation? How do our principles apply to that? So our principles definitely apply in this arena. And unfortunately, not very many libertarians have actually really tackled the, the topic of environmentalism. Hmm. It, in my opinion, it's one of our party's weakest stances. And I'm trying to change that and, and really put a, a driving force behind the party for environmental issues. A, Perfect example of conservation through liberty is preventing the EPA from coming into our neighborhood or our county and damaging the environment, just like they do with the Animus River disaster, hmm. um, which, which Soil and Water Conservation Board does work with other entities higher up on if they need to come in and help or not, which obviously the EPA does not. They cause disasters in their wake wherever they go. Another perfect example of how state level environment groups um, are not the most effective is there's a law here in the state of New Mexico that nobody may own what is considered a game animal as a privately owned animal. And so there's this guy is, this was a few years ago and I don't remember the exact area he was at. He was somewhere here in Southern New Mexico, but he went up and he bought a trailer load of cow elk. And he's going to bring him in and release him on his property because he thought that that would help increase the elk population where he was, which sure. the elk population was was very sparse at the time. 
Well, so he had him in an enclosed horse trailer, and when he was coming back through from Colorado where he bought him at, one of the windows for the, for the horse trailer was open, and one of the cow elk stuck her head out of the window, and somebody called the game wardens. And this particular gentleman is currently now sitting in jail for on a several-year sentence for trafficking of game animals. That's some straight elk yeah. shit right there. Yeah, so, I mean... It, <laughs> It's just things like that. I mean, the the entire concept of conservation is only possible with a profit motive. And the only way you have a profit motive is if you have private landowners actually taking care of the natural resources. Well, I'll say this. <clears throat> we will definitely have to have you on uh, at some point to talk about that. That is not something I know lick all about. Um, I know some of the very rudimentary, like, environmental stuff, but that's not my forte. Um, so that would definitely, I think we should have him back on at some point to talk about environmentalism. Maybe give it, you know, sometime mid next year, let him wear off from the campaign or whatever. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've got my hands full right now because I'm the LPNM comms director. I'm involved with caucus work and running this campaign. And we're what probably caucus? getting ready. What's that? What caucus? The Radical Caucus. Okay. Hell yeah. They used to sponsor our show in Tennessee. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, I'm the uh, New Mexico State Coordinator, and I'm also um, running for uh, one of our, our committee chairs right now. But, I mean, that, that's pretty much a surefire win. But Okay. Well, Mr. Candy, we appreciate you coming on tonight. Um, yeah. We, uh, I wanted to make sure we gave you some time to get your story out there and let people know that they need to go out there. If they're in New Mexico, go vote. Um, do you I mean, have a website, Andrew? Uh, yes, I can shoot that to y'all later if y'all want to want to put that in on y'all's page underneath this uh, interview when, once y'all post it. Well, yeah, we can uh, if you want to too. Uh, just go ahead and say it now. That way, people can uh, who are uh, audio listeners can go find it now. Yeah, it should be uh, ak 4 libertycom if I remember correctly. I'm not the one who built the website. I, That's I, amazing. People, people on my campaign team that, that were doing that. but That's good marketing. That's good marketing, AK4 Liberty. That's awesome. Yeah, which that's also the uh, URL for our campaign Facebook page as well. Nice. Okay. Well, man, we uh, we appreciate you coming on tonight, and uh, yep. good luck. It was November 2nd, right? Yes, sir. November 2nd is when, when voting closes. Early voting is already opened in person. Um. And also, if anybody's in our area, I would also like to encourage you all to vote against both of the property tax increases that are proposed on the ballot, because those need to be shot down really bad. There you go. Damn right. Well, Mr. Candy, we appreciate you, sir. And uh, if you're driving through Dallas, duck. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. Thanks for being on, and we will see you next time, and we'll be following really closely on Election Day. Good luck, man. All right. Appreciate it. Later. Kennedy was shot in Dallas. Yeah. John F. Kennedy. That screwed up. That's, yeah. That's, Maybe that's, you would have like said convertible or like you, it, it could have. It's all right. So that so did that reference blow your mind? <laughs> that's good. That's good. Uh, I made an argument one night on Clubhouse that uh, Kennedy was my favorite president because he died. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By that logic, William Henry Harrison should be your favorite president because he died after just two weeks in office. So. I He's kind of directed just for the fact that he banged Marilyn Monroe. Uh, is that confirmed? Uh, yeah, it might as well be confirmed at this point.
Okay. It wasn't just her either. It was like five or six. Okay, but that's like the only one I heard. I know. So. Well, she was a celebrity too. That's she was a celebrity before that, I believe. She was an escort. She, she I don't think she's an escort. Yeah, she's an actress she's, and a model. Yeah, she's an actress. Anyway, but it's the same thing. What? Those are some freaking great guests. I feel like we need to have both those people on there, and I'm pumped about going to the Republic of Malaysia in May. We need to make this happen. I wasn't really. I was like half and half on the whole convention in May, but now that we have that opportunity to go there, I'm definitely looking looking into that. I'll be there. Well, I'll put it this way. So there's been some conversations and some back rooms and some really dark back rooms. Uh, we don't bring Will because he gets scared easy. But um, and Nick doesn't know what a back room is. Yeah. Um, but well, I'm on a casting couch. The so back room is next. Yeah, <laughs> but we, we may be looking to fund getting the entire Not a Real Libertarian crew, including our behind the scenes people, the meme whore Jennifer, Alice Wonder, Alice Wonder, or Miss Carly. Uh. And a couple others, all to Reno next year. Um, I don't know how much it's going to cost. I feel like it's going to cost far more. It's going to cost a lot. You yes. can't have a gambling addiction. That's the it's rule. a it's a five night convention, so you're going to be that's a lot of hotels. But get a big Airbnb. Uh, that wouldn't be too bad. I already got my lodging taken care of. So oh, you're too good. I'm staying with OKLP people. I already agreed like a uh, months ago. So okay, so I need to get my OKLP card and just stay with y'all. You don't have an OKLP card yet? No, I'm affiliated. You're, get your damn card, brother. Uh, you know, you know what else? Redacted card. Touche. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's cool. <laughs> you know what else? People will need to look forward to because we're going to probably start rolling them out in the next few days. It's the bootleg battalion cards. And well, would you like to show people what comes? This is not the card, mind you. This will come with it. This is a sticker. It's a holographic stick. Wow, that actually shows up pretty well. I'm a this is a great camera. Ray Charles would see that. The bootleg battalion. <laughs> it is shiny, it is multicolored, and it has the likes of bootleg on the front. But there's good things about it too, don't worry. So if you're easily distracted by shiny object, please be sure to buy something to get this. There's the Marine coming out again. You're, you're welcome. We uh we will disclose more of that, more about cookie dough. Yeah, we, we didn't get into the cookie dough currency, but if you're going to the Reno convention, he's already agreed to help coordinate his visitation time that month with the convention. So you can ask him yourself on Molossian soil. Can we take some Molossian soil? He may shoot you. We'll have to ask Andrew Kennedy if Wait, it's okay. Hold on. Yes. It, we didn't ask him what his firearm policy was. Like, are we allowed to enter that country with strap? He's a dictator, so I would assume not. But we, I mean, I got a demo. I can email. There's a lot of questions. There's a lot of I questions. I also don't know answered. if Nevada is Nevada. 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 That could be confused as hell forever. Then <laughs> they've got some crayons. Either way, can I please bring guns? Please. B R N G. Is Nevada a open carry state? Uh, I don't think it is. Let's look it up. It I want to say girl. it is. I think they have constitutional. Well, technically, any state is open carry state unless you're a pussy. Uh, it's 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 an open prostitution state in certain counties. No, I, oh no, you're right. They like to be called escorts. Yeah, Nevada has open carry without a permit. Okay. Um, so they're constitutional. They're, I'm, that is constitutional. without a permit. Yeah, so yeah. it's permitless carry. Okay, so we're good. which is 
constitution. But if they don't, I mean, I'm not gonna. You don't have to have your hand get out in the open like. Texas you do. You do. You can't conceal it. You can conceal it in Oklahoma without a permit. But yeah, they don't have constitutional carry, but they have an open carry without a permit. So you'll just have to show it off. So, what is your favorite? If you had to put one a finger on one thing about Oklahoma, what do you like the best about Oklahoma? Well, I mean, the easy answer now is the medical marijuana program because it's the absolute best cannabis program in the entire country. Um, there's even places that have recreational cannabis that don't have the freedom that we have. I can literally walk out my door and get to five marijuana dispensaries without walking, shoot, five blocks, literally. Um, so are you saying that we have Cali Beat? Oh, we have Cali Beat by far. We have way more dispensaries than Cali already. Really? Absolutely. We have more dispensaries than any place, I think, than any other country and any other state by far. I mean, you're, you're, Someone, you're, you're going against Amsterdam. Same we have way more than Amsterdam. Someone is fact-checking you right now, and they're going to fucking shit. Fact-check me. Oklahoma has the most dispensaries of anywhere in the world, over 2,000 cannabis dispensaries. That's because whenever we passed our initiative, we wrote it so that government couldn't infringe on it. We put libertarian shit in that and said, hey, this is how it's going to be. We're going to have low thresholds, low barriers, allow people to buy these business licenses, and they are everywhere. Just, have you noticed? Driving around? I noticed walking in. Yeah, there's one right across the street, though. They were just putting a brand new uh, metal sign up today. It looks pretty sweet, so they're everywhere. And you know Facebook's about to be coming out with a new version, and just with that statement alone that you made, if we get fact-checked, this is that's the statement that this shut down. No way. It's it's factual. I wouldn't make that statement if I didn't know it already, so look it up and challenge it. What you should do is if they do shut us down, you should go follow us on YouTube, Twitter, or Twitch, uh, or do all three. Um... There you go, right there. Right chair like there. So, uh, right chair like there. Old dirty bootleg over here. Old dirty bastard. <laughs> have an hey, what's your favorite thing about Oklahoma? Ooh. That's a good question. I'm actually going to go with now that we, I mean, we did get constitutional carry before Texas because they say Texas is better than Oklahoma, which, if you didn't follow last Saturday, proves, at least football wise, Texas sucks. Texas sucks. Yeah. Still, it is on every seven forty eight October twenty first, and Texas still sucks. That's right. But we did get constitutional carry before Texas did. We got uh, medicinal marijuana before Texas did. Texas doesn't even have it at the moment. So I mean, I guess that t- kind of ties I, that piggybacks your your what you like about Oklahoma. Yeah, we got constitutional carry, concealed or open. Uh, we've got seventy five mile per hour speed limits in most of the highways and turnpikes now. Uh, we're freaking awesome. Come live in Oklahoma, but not not if you're a leftist, please. Only if you're libertarian. So plot twist: the only reason bootleg is that, another reason that bootleg is even in Oklahoma is because he's looking for real estate. No. Um, my favorite thing about Oklahoma is Will Rogers Airport when I leave. <clears throat> wow. <laughs> I'm gonna make this stay real hard for you now. I got it. I got it. Okay. Uh, you know, my favorite part is when you're driving down the dirt roads and you drive by an old farm truck and you wave at them and they wave, wave back. back. It's nice. It always uh, makes me feel good. Inside. This is not a wave, dude. This is this is no. That's that means we're friends. I'm positive. Oh, is that the, is yeah. Okay. People do that. That's like, hey, how you doing? Exactly. How you doing? How you doing? Uh, <laughs> howdy, y'all. That's what we say here. Uh, well, I mean, I, I I drove through Tennessee just like about two weeks ago. You drove through West Tennessee. No, I drove through from. North Carolina through Tennessee, which, by the way, Tennessee is the longest fucking state to drive through. You guys are very thick, but you're but you're long. No they border more <laughs> states than any other state, too. But I drove through, and there, I was telling him on the drive over here, I saw nothing but Gaston flags 
and then trunk flags, and then the thin blue lines, like right, literally one tier. So we've got some very confused people. In they Tennessee. didn't understand. Yeah. The we concept. see the same shit here. We'll see the Gadsden flag, and then like a thin blue line flag right next to it. And you're like, man, you don't know. But shit. I'll say this: Tennessee is the ATF's worst nightmare. We we make tons of moonshine, bourbon, whiskey. Uh, Barrett is in. Tennessee, the Barrett 50 Cal is the official uh, firearm of the state of Tennessee. Smith and Wesson is now calling Tennessee home. Wow. Okay. 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 Big dog. We'll give you that one. We'll give you that one. We're trying to bring a lot of gun businesses into Oklahoma. That's something our governor is focusing on right now. And the Libertarian Party is trying to push a bill to make gun and ammunition purchases tax-free in Oklahoma. Rumor has it that we're also trying to get like a silencer company to start producing in Oklahoma. So there's actually a bill in the, I'm the legislative director for the OKLP, so I have to keep up with this stuff, but there's a bill coming through the pipeline right now. It'll start, the session starts in February, so it's still got a while, but it's already been written. That's going to make, um, make suppressor and suppressor manufacturing legal in Oklahoma. Mm. And also that federal agents are not allowed to enforce federal suppressor laws in Oklahoma. So if that passes, which I think it definitely will, um, we're going to have even more freedom with suppressors. So you're copying Texas. Uh, Texas is still. No, I mean we can take on the good things. No, yeah, Texas has passed that legislation where they're no longer enforcing the NFA. Well, we've got we've got that as well. We were became a sanctuary state last year, so we've got that. But this is specifically for suppressor related stuff because I guess the the sanctuary state thing only covered guns. So this this expands on it a little bit. So if it passes, fuck around and find out, Fed boy. Yeah. Quietly, fuck around and find out. You don't even have to wear earring protection to fuck around and find out. That should be a t-shirt. We may have to make that t-shirt. Yeah, have have a suppressed AR-15 on it. Fuck around, find out, and then bracket quietly. (laughs) Whispers, fuck around. So speaking of our uh, next governor of Oklahoma, Natalie Bruno. Right. I do, I want to hate on, but also applaud Matt Wright for tonight. Because to beat this show, he had to pull on Natalie to beat our show. When technically... We should have had her for tonight's show because we are the Oklahoma crowd that fully endorses her. Damn right. I just want to point out this comment. Taylor says he's from Oklahoma and lives in Texas now. Oklahoma gun laws are 1,000 times better than Texas. I was lied to. So <laughs> you heard it from a Texan's mouth. Uh, I won't call him a Texan. That's an insult. He's not one. But he lives there. He knows. So you like to call Oklahoma the South West, Southeast? Yeah, Texas? what do you think we are? That's no. a, I love asking people this. What yeah. region are we in? Yeah, y'all in North Texas. Oh, shut well, up. Wait, well, hold on, hold on. Why does, why does the Oklahoma LP page say North Texas on the thing? It doesn't anymore. Oh, it did because okay, we lost did. a bet. Yeah. Even though we won the football game. Well, hey, whoa. So let's, let's go into this. <laughs> Who's got the best professional football team? Not Texas. Get the fuck out of this house. It, it, is, it is Texas. It Get is Texas. No, here. fuck that. Fuck the Dallas Cowboys. Who do you root for? I'm a Steelers fan. All right, you got one more ring. You're so cool with your six rings. Shut up. I'm I'm happy you can count the six, Will. Wow, you're That's the one with the crayon. Why don't you shut up? Uh, well, at least the state that we pull for a professional team, we can carry guns there. Fair, uh, but not concealed, Wait, right? They only have open carry too, don't they? You talking about Tennessee? No, Texas. No. Oh. Yeah, me and Bootleg are Cowboys fans, but to be honest, I don't I don't really give a shit. I just I just like them because I always have. I don't follow it. I don't watch it. It's America's team. Dallas is five and one this year. That's you know true. That, you know what that means? They they're gonna choke in the playoffs. People are gonna start saying <laughs> that they're gonna go to the Super Bowl this year and they're gonna blow it out their ass. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what's gonna happen. Because 
what what always happens? They'll do good. Come playoffs. Show. Well, see, Green Bay's Green Bay's not doing well this year, and Green Bay's almost always the one that knocks them out of the playoffs. But Aaron Rodgers did just hit that four twenty. So, nice. Is this the fucking not a real football cat podcast? I, I guess didn't realize it. Yeah, we're gonna just talk shit the rest of the night. Well, I mean, exactly. we still got, what's going on? Yeah, we still got a little bit. I don't know if you open up that bottle of fucking bourbon, we're gonna be, we're gonna well go past. I would take another pour though. That's. Let's you want some more it. of this? Yeah, I do want some more of that. Oh, you didn't have any in the first place. Because it's not open yet. <laughs> I know it's not my Evan Williams, but I'll take a drink. This is a. Uh, it's not quite Tennessee bourbon, but it's close enough. There's no Tennessee. such thing as Tennessee bourbon. All bourbon. So companies okay, I have a Kentucky question about speaking of ten- Tennessee bourbon and whiskey. So, the the famous quote unquote Jack Daniels. I heard it's in a dry county. Jack Daniels? Yeah, the, the distillery. Yeah, it's the only one in Tennessee that's still in dry county. So how does it? How does a, a distillery that makes a famous Tennessee whiskey in a dry county? It's always been a dry county. It's been that way since Prohibition. Um, and they've just kept it, I think, almost like tradition. It's a very small county. I believe something like 70% of the workforce in that town works at the distillery or close to it. Um, now, however, like Gatlinburg, Tennessee, or the Pigeon Forge area, kind of where you know the touristy part of East Tennessee is. Yeah, my girlfriend loves the Gatlinburg area. Uh, there are more moonshine distilleries there than there are distilleries in most states. Wow. Okay. You, you've got Old Smoky, you've got Firehouse, you've got uh, Tennessee Moonshine, you've got like fuck, six or seven others. Is that what you typically go for is moonshine? I like real moonshine. Now, not to, not to discredit the other ones, uh, All the but they're regulated, so they can suck ass. Um, but real unbridled, like... The guy you're buying it from looks like he's not seen another person in about 50 years. Hey, fuck you, Matt Lacey. I'm suing your ass. Go ahead. Oh, wait, hold on. Can we get into that? Yeah. No, hold on. I got an anchor calling for this. Oh, shit. Damn it, Sean Hickman. You better stop fucking calling in anchor. It's pissing me off. I forgot that there was an anchor calling. I okay. forgot there was a legal action going against Matt Lacey. Yeah, we'll get oh, There will that. be when I get more than $10 because so far I can't find a lawyer <laughs> for that low of a retainer fee. Matt but. Lacey, for a Chris $20, you can have this couch. So we've got. No, you may not have this couch. We've got two anchor calling. All right, let's go. We'll, we'll do the team. Who could it possibly be from? We got T. Marie and then Sean Hickman. Oh, surprise, surprise. <laughs> That's rude. <laughs> Good evening, Nada Real Libertarian Network listeners and watchers. This is T. Marie, and I have a question for Will. Um, Will, how Scared. many birds do you have in your flock? Um, you have a flock? Just wondering. Um, and Bootleg would love to be a flo- part of the flock, so you better have some bird feathers for him to wear. When he is in Oklahoma this weekend. Have a good night, everyone. What is she talking about? Here you go. Did I miss something? Put this on. What the fuck is this? That's cultural appropriate. Here you go. Just wear this. You can't wear How do you wear that? I don't know. You just hold it up. Wait, is there's it... some bird feathers. I uh, I have a lot of birds. I have morning dove. I have collared dove that live in my backyard. Sometimes grackles. A lot of times starling. I like birds a lot, so that looks great on you. Birds aren't I'm real just going to say, that's super fucking racist. My great-grandmother is full-blood Cherokee. It's a turkey fan. It's not an eagle. Okay, but hold on. Birds aren't real. <laughs> I know, but if they were real, they're real. That's just what's in my flock. I'm trying to play. I'm trying to make them think I don't know what's going on, man. Play along. <laughs> they're watching us right I now. I don't know what's going on. Um, 
Let's go to the left field. Let's go to the next column. This has gone downhill quick. <laughs> I started downhill. What are you talking about? That's true. Will, Sean Hickman here. Surprise. I just wanted to let you know that I'm going to stand with you 100% in this lawsuit that you have against Matt Lacey. That son of a bitch is going down. I've gone to the GoFundMe page. I've donated. I'm sharing it with everybody. That's your $10. That is my $10. Son of a bitch. Thank you, Sean Hickman. You're the freaking best. I appreciate your support, Matt Lacey. I hope you're watching this. You're going down, man. And I just want to say, you were talking all that shit about Sean just 10 <laughs> seconds ago, and you flipped. I wasn't talking shit. It's just that Sean's the only one who ever does anchor call-ins on our show. So I, I knew so, right away who it was so from. Long, Sean's trying to put bootlegged address, though. So which, by the way, who's uh, winning on that? Yeah, who is winning on that? I think he is. But he's actually, <laughs> he's, he's actually really trying, and... Well, if you donate $10 to my campaign, I'm going to go watch that thing like 10 times tonight. So His? Yep. It only counts once. Well, I'll watch. It only counts once. I bet I can figure it out. VPNs. No, it tracks your Mac ID. The device ID. The, the serial number that's built into the hardware. I guarantee you I can find a way around that. Okay. Um. So, Mr. William, would you like to give people the backstory on the Sue Matt Lacey campaign? Yes. Can we pull up the picture? Yes. We have to. It's the right. It's the right thing we're, to do. As much as I hate it, it's the right thing to do. We're gonna pull a Joe Rogan. Jamie, go ahead and pull up that video. Hey, Jamie, come Jamie, on. where's Jamie? Okay. Jamie, pull up. Pull up. Should have. You ever tried to do this? Uh, yes, I, I, I have. Can we give to you? you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you gonna start barking? Oh, oh. All right, guys. This is from Sean Hickman's profile. <laughs> You're going to have to separate the two tabs in order to show it. Okay, hold on. No, it's good. It's good. I'll do that. I got this. Okay. Share screen. Help me. I'm new. Help me. Okay. So here's my GoFundMe. So this is a meme that Matt Lacey made. (laughs) Uh, Making fun of my casting couch. So far, so far, I've got $5 from Sean Hickman. And five dollars from that lady. <laughs> that is a fucking power move. That's where your ten dollars came from. He's for like, the, I dare you. For the fact that Matt Lacey donated five dollars to your sue me fund. <laughs> all right, man. Jokes on you, Matt. When you're going down for freaking slander, all right, so, guy. And emotional distress. We'll see who thinks it's funny later. So I'm, I'm just, I'm just gonna throw this out here. Uh, when Trump had lost the election and he was refusing to lose he did something very similar he was asking people to donate money to a campaign that he knew that he wasn't going to win and he called the insurrection yeah but he 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 was going to keep their money so when that gofundme money comes in will what are you going to do with it besides put it in your pocket Mm. let me think about it i'll probably donate it to you asshole so you can fucking come to reno and hang out with me but you're staying with ilkom lp not even which by the way i love the oklp but you're just gonna leave your not a real libertarian crew like to the to the to the streets. Oh, we'll we'll hang, but I honor my word and I already agreed to be somebody's roommate, so that's what's happening. Fuck three nuts, we just hang. Um, <laughs> I'll watch and support. That's what everyone thought they were gonna get to watch on this casting couch, and nobody's gonna get to watch anything on this couch. It's probably a lot more boring than they expected, mm-hmm. but we are running out of time. Are Let's we? do some plugs. Been well, over. <sighs> Wow, well, there it comes. There it goes, ladies and gentlemen. You thought it couldn't get any worse. It got worse. It gets way worse. So this weekend, if you're in Oklahoma, we've got a ton of events going on. Thank you, Bootleg. 
We've got Natalie Bruno's axe throwing event with Spike Cohen and Larry Sharp on Friday night. Be there. It's actually at 4 p.m., so Larry it's Friday afternoon. I think he will be. No, she said that he will be at the Dominican there, but he will not be at Axe throwing. Disregard. Then oh, so Spike and Tasha Cohen. No, no, no. So we will have ta- we will have Tasha Cohen and Tasha's husband on on Friday, and they will continue to uh, Saturday. But Larry Sharp is going to be at the benefit dinner, yeah. but he is not axe throwing with us. Okay. So then, yeah, after axe throwing, Spike yeah. and Tasha Cohen, we've got a rally against the death penalty at 1 p.m. at the state capitol. That's on 23rd Lincoln against the death penalty. Come out and support us. Um, we've got a lot of great speakers, including Spike and Natalie. And then that night at 7 p.m., there is a banquet dinner, which you can still buy tickets to right now to support Natalie and fundraise. So we've got a huge weekend coming up, a lot of things to deal with. Follow the OKLP and follow the Libertarian Party Veteran Caucus. Follow us on all the platforms, uh, Mr. Williams, please, sir. Thank you, sir. Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Twitter, Anchor, and Spotify. Like and subscribe on YouTube. Uh, Hit the notification bell. Set to always so you know when we go live. Um, You can follow myself on Twitter at Libertarian underscore not. You can, Will is what? Not a real Will? Not a real Will. You are the redacted Oki. Redacted Oki. I don't Twitter very much. So no, just, don't expect a, re- a response. I actually got Will to like one of my tweets today. So that was like, that's a that's phenomenal. I was on Twitter today. Yeah, he, yep, I did see he that. He was on the Twitter today. On the, the tweet. Twitter. On the, tweet. the Tweeter. With Tom Squeeter. With the Tom Squeeter. Go ahead and uh, pull up that redacted link right there, William. That what? The redacted. Oh, okay. Hold on. I remember how to do that. There we go. Go like. Go like. Go to the redactedcaucus.org for all your redacted needs. And we also have cool swag to even go purchase. And you can also follow the Redacted Caucus on Twitter at the Redacted of. Or find me at the Redacted Oki. It's in my bio. You can find it. It is easy to find it. It is a holographic igloo. Unless you are Ray Charles, you will not find it. <laughs> go to notarealpodcast.com. Check out some of our merch. We got. Ooh, we need to do some more merch. We, we do need. I'm gonna help you with that. I got you. Yeah, yeah my shit is on there. But that's for. Yeah, our we purpose. need to get you on there. Yeah. <laughs> no, we don't. Well, well, we can do that this weekend. We forgot to talk about this though. Go to redemptiontactical.com and please buy stuff from Redemption Tactical. To support <laughs> our show. Yeah, use our link, our special link right there. Redemptiontactical.com/slash question mark ref equals one November Victor X-ray zero. Uh, and, I can't remember that. So. Yes. Yeah. If you can't remember that, rewind it and type it in while you're listening to me shout it out drunkenly. Um, go check them out. Use our link. If you use our link, it helps us because it will track who we send over there. And they've got some awesome stuff. It's family-owned and operated, 100% American-made. And these guys are badass. They make some cool stuff. They make a ballistic, 3A ballistic face mask. It's just like a solid black mask. It's something out of... Uh, Sci-fi Army, movie. Army of Two, if you play that game. That'll come in helpful when you're at a rally so you don't get pepper, pepper sprayed. Well, yeah, you need a gas mask for that. Yeah, you need a gas well, no, mask. Well, okay, but you won't get hit with like a fucking pellet ball or a rubber ball. True. Or you can be like the French and carry a tennis racket and just eat that shit back. Fuck yeah. I'm going to go full Serena Williams. Do it. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, we love you. Uh, it is all we have for you tonight. Um, we blew it all. We did it all for the nookie. Um, so you can take the cookie. But tune in next week for more awful content. We are going to do four more shows next week, unfortunately. But we love you, and you're not a real libertarian. And I hope that you guys looked at Will's photograph, because every time I do, it makes me laugh.
up, everybody? Welcome to episode five of 